0: You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced weekly for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Real Men Feel is brought to you by The Good Men Project. Visit goodmenproject.com for more of the conversations no one else is having. Your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And if you've ever listened to the show, you've probably heard me say um, too many times perhaps that uh, Real Men Feel is really all about expressing and allowing your emotions. I will never tell you what to feel. I just encourage you to feel. Um, I honestly don't care if you're grateful or miserable, if you're happy or sad. I just want you to feel whatever's going on for you in that moment. But there's, there's one thing I think everyone would like to feel more of, and that's success, which is where our guest today comes in. Um, we've got success coach, writer, podcaster, and all-around badass, Mr. Donnie <laughs> Bovine. So, Donnie, welcome to the show. Hey, Andy, thanks for
1: having me, brother. Dude, I'm, I'm really excited to be on here. Uh, you were a guest to my show. We had a freaking blast with you there, so I'm really looking forward to this conversation, bud. Well, we'll hold
0: that against you. We'll see. <laughs> I'll ask you how it came up at the end. But yeah, as you mentioned, so I met Donnie through his podcast, Success Journeys with Donnie Bovine, and which I'm creatively using that title as the title for this episode.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, good with that. I'm gonna borrow it, borrow it.
0: And in your show, you 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 talked to guests about their journeys, and but today I want to dig in into yours. Sure. Find sure. out your path, and also you know, kind of the advice and wisdom, and perhaps commonalities that you've you've learned from talking to all of your guests about their success. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You Uh know, so, so a little bit about my story is, you know, 22 years old, um, you know, after I left the Marine Corps, well, I went to the Marine Corps because, you know, I had no clue what the hell to do with my life. You know, I had, you know, people were like, you know, I was a kid, I had lemonade stands and I did all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I had none of that. I was entrepreneur wasn't even a word in my vocabulary. I'm like, you know, uh, college was not going to be my thing. I was the damn knucklehead kid that, you know, teachers passed on because they didn't want me back. And the only reason I know that is they told me that. So went to the Marine Corps, my parents will tell you, you know, going to the Marine Corps probably kept me out of prison. Who knows what choices I would have made, but got out of the Marine Corps. I jumped into a sales career, luckily with my best friend and his father had an HVAC company. So um, started out in sales there and, you know, uh, throughout my career, learn how to be a sales guy. I love telling people that my first real big boy sales job didn't come years till years later when I was selling commercial printing. And my first sale in that role was to my mom, and you know, my mom beat me up on the price for a stack of business cards. So, God love you, mom. Um, and she hates when I tell that story. She's like, "I didn't beat you up." I'm like, "Yes, you did." <laughs> all right, you know. So, I sold mom a stack, a stack of business cards. You know, but my journey really is all about uh, years of, of of just living somebody else's dreams. Um, and it, I I didn't realize that until I was in my 40s. Um, and I was actually 40 years old sitting in a room full of people. So I'll set the stage a little bit. So I, at this point I'm a national sales trainer, which means I'm traveling over the U S training sales teams, large companies, small companies, everything. And And I'm, and I'm walking people through how to be a salesperson and, you know, uh, have some cool successes with all the things I've sold over my time, but I'm sitting in a room and there is fifty CEOs in this room now i 'm in this room listening to this guy speak, not at all i'm in this room prospecting because there's fifty CEOs of major companies in there, so i 'm in there like, "Oh, I really care what this guy says and i 'm you know totally into this guy's speech i 'm not even listening to this dude right i'm trying to meet everybody around me and engage and, and try and find you know prospect these guys from a sales perspective Well, out of the corner of my ear i you know this guy wasn't a great speaker and we're friends now. So I tell him the story all the time. I'm like, dude, you suck as a speaker. You should just stop altogether, but you got me. So it worked. Um, but, uh, the moderator asked him a question and he looked at the crowd and he said this statement, he said, can you put your company before yourself? And I audibly said, Nope. And then went, Oh shit. That was out loud. <laughs> and so now I got all these CEOs looking at me because here I am supposed to be the sales guy, guru, whatever. And now my company sucks. And I'm, so I, I try and play it off. I don't think I did very well, but I try and play off this whole thing and I'm driving home that night and I'm like, where the hell did that come from? You know, where where did this whole thing pop in where I did I mean, I couldn't put my company out there in, in front and I drove home that night to my wife and I said, babe, I'm done. She's like, done with what? I said, I'm done making other people wealthy. I've made a career, I've made a living out of living other people's dreams. And I just had no idea that that's what I was doing. So literally I walked away from a seven figure partnership in which I was buying the company out. And 14 days later I was out starting my own company, having no clue what the hell I was going to do. And life has punched me in the face every step of the way, figuring out what this whole cliche keyword of being an entrepreneur is. I'm just going to tell your audience, don't do it. It sucks. It's tough. It's a lot of damn work. Enjoy your nine to five and just suck it up. You know, but, but this, but, but it's been a wild ride. I mean, um, uh, as the recording of the show right now, I mean, I leave next week to go to a speaking engagement in Ireland, I, you know, that I chased it up with one in Vancouver. So, you know, I really am living my dream. I'm living my story uh, now, but it took me, I'm a slow learner. So it took me a lot of years to figure out, you know, uh, I wasn't doing something that I thought, you know, I was passionate. about. I really thought sales training was going to be my end game. It was going to be, you know, my, my big thing. Um, until I started jumping out on my own, but uh, at the end of the day I did it. once I found podcasting, um, podcasting saved my company from you know going under uh, my own personal company. Um, and it completely transformed how I did done anything. and, and uh, I now have become kind of a profit for, for podcasting for people in like dirt if you're in business of any sort, especially if you're in sales and you don't have a podcast, you're just playing the game wrong. Um, it's, it's been a fun damn ride. Did it, it crazy ride? Um, you know, and I'm willing to explore any of it you want to, but, but it's been a wild ride so far.
0: Well, cool. So, so it wasn't that you were just always successful, this intrinsic <laughs> entrepreneur. So that's why you started the podcast.
1: Yeah, no, none of that at all. Um, you know, a uh, good sales guy. I mean, I, I um, Uh, not always may I learned it, but, but no podcasting. Here's how I started a podcast is um, I was at a speaking engagement guy walks up to me after my, did my speech and he goes, Hey, I'd like to have you on my podcast. At that point, I'd never even listened to a podcast. And this was three months ago, four months ago, maybe. And, and uh, I'm like, okay, I've never done that. Let's do that. And Got on a show and had a blast. Um, It was a lot of fun. So I'm like, And then, well, from his show, somebody called in and they're now a client of mine. I'm like, wait, you can make business, you you know, you can turn a business off of being a guest somewhere I'm in. So I went on this rampage for like the next 30 days. I got on as many shows as I could get on. I mean, anybody, and dude, there's some funny shows. I mean, if you go look in YouTube world, there's some funny shows that I'm on that I'm like, what the hell did I sign up for to be on these shows, right? um, There was this one guy's show, and and I'll tell everybody, I'll never tell his name. This guy's show I was on, he had 20 questions. He emailed me the 20 questions prior to the show. And, you know, like most shows, you have that back and forth fun conversation. And, you know, he sent me the 20 questions. Well, he started off the show, and he read question number one. And I answered question number one. Then he went to number two. I answered question number two and I realized this was a little odd. It gets to question number three and I start trying to interact with him and I asked him a question back and he didn't respond. He just went to question four. And so I started just asking him questions and he went to question five and I just kept trying to engage and he just never came back. And I'm like, okay, if this guy can have any level of success, I can podcast. So that's when I, you know, jumped onto my own. I'm like, okay, I'm a podcaster.
0: And this guy was really there. It wasn't like you were talking to a recording Yeah,
1: no, no. It was it was a Zoom thing. It was a whole, and and he could see me and 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 I was asking him questions and he would just look at me and then look down at his paper and just ask the next question. I'm like, All right, so that's just how it's gonna
0: be. Yeah, it turned this into like a bad job interview.
1: Right, right. You know, um, you know, and uh, so the podcast that's out there now, you know, it's my second podcast. The first one, I hired a podcast coach. You know, I went, the, I, I went the proper route. I'm like, you get a coach, you know, somebody who's done it. And I fired her when about a week later, I mean, not because she was bad. She just wasn't prepared to keep up with my tempo, you know? And, you know, I knew I was going to launch a daily show and, and, and just go all in. And, you know, a lot of people aren't prepared to handle, I don't know if it's aggression or whatever else, but, but I go all in and I did. And, you know, I'm what, three months in the show, four months, episode 72 went this morning and, you know, uh, I just keep pumping them out as fast as I can do it. And what I learned along the way is everybody's got a story, you know, everybody's been somewhere they've done something even they don't think they have a story um, and I, I loved a couple of things about my show you know one thing that I love is a number of people after the show ends and you know you turn the recording off and you have the conversation and they go I've never said that to anybody any before <laughs> you know and I'm like well are you okay, Aaron? They're like, no, dude, you got that out of me. It's going. I'm like, awesome. The the other thing that I love is the number of emails and things I get from people that are like, you know, thank you for that story. You know, that story was the one I need to hear. And dude, it tears me up sometimes, you know, Marines don't cry just for the record. So I'm on real men feel and, you know, just so you know, Marines don't cry. Um, but I've gotten a couple of emails that I've even brought over to my mom. I'm like, dude, you gotta read this. I'm like, shit. Um, because, you know, when when people share their, their true story, and I hate the word authentic, because just it's just so overplayed right now. But when people, you know, really get into the the shit of their life, the things they've been through. And they're able to tell that story and and share where they've been and where they've come from. I mean, dude, even like your story uh, is is impactful as hell. You know, I just love when people can can truly share that moment of their life, and and you can feel it on a lot of the shows when it goes from hey, I'm you know, promoting my company, my website, my book. And they're just sharing that, 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 that portion of their life. That is the deepest, darkest secret they have. And then they come out and they're like, well, this is what I'm doing now. I love that portion of the journey. And, and it, it's, it's just powerful as hell that, that people can touch lives by simply just sharing what they've went through.
0: Right.
1: And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yep. Cool.
0: Well, I cannot have you on and allow you to get by with with saying Marines don't cry, because um, <laughs> I, I have I have held crying Marines. I know I like, can. And these guys were crying because for decades they tried to live up to that. Yeah, real men don't cry hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: my wife, if she were here, she'd laugh. She's like, put in one chick flick and you'll see this yeah. dude, you know, not bubbling idiot, but I'm going to be the guy in you know, over the side, like, you know, trying to fake a sneeze or a cough or something. I'm like, oh, so I yawned really big, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I know, like, I know, I know you enough to know that you weren't, uh, trying to say that as some song, but I just, did anyone listening to this, did they, I don't want to reinforce those stereotypes.
1: Right. Is uh-huh. all I'm after. Cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, there there is some bravado, you know, being in a military guy. I'm mean, oh, sure. You, you know, you, you've got that whole vibe of you've got to be tough. Well, unless you're
0: Air Force. You
1: know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> even my Air Force friends would agree.
1: <laughs> you, know, um, you know, and I didn't even bust on the coasties. So we'll just leave those guys alone today. But, you know, I mean, but there is that, that, I mean, I think every guy goes through that, though. You know, where you, you, you feel like you've got to be the rock you know, you you feel like you've got to be this, this somebody, man, sometimes it's good to just freaking let go and, 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 you know, let the emotions fly. Um, you know, it's, it's wild. but sometimes that that's a release for people. And, you know, I've had guys fully break down on my podcast and, you know, you get through the podcast and I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm really good at about, talking over their moment, let them collect themselves a little bit, right? So so you can continue on. And I got one guy that came on, Richard Kaufman, and you know, he talked about his journey with alcoholism and his battle, you know, with being, you know, a shithead guy walking growing up. And, you know, he still busts my chops every once in a while. He's like, You're still the only podcast I've ever cried on. You know, I'm like (laughs) I'm like, I'm okay with that because I mean at the end of the day, if you can't share the real story Right. I mean, if you can't, you can't, you haven't embraced your own journey enough to share it with other people, then, then, then you're not being you, you're not putting that your, your real front, your real face out there. And, and then, and that's what it's all about. When you can, can, can be okay with who you are, I think then you can start living. You know,
0: so, so when you had your when you were rocking out the sales, and then and then to kind of discovered you, but when you thought you were living your dream, you know, did, 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 did was that somehow an act even to yourself, or did yeah, you know really it was more? Uh,
1: no, it was a hundred percent an act, but I didn't know it. Um, uh, that's a great question. So, what I realized is my whole sales career was a series of masks. Um, you know, I had a brother who's still very successful in sales and you know i was following his shadow a little bit but as i put myself out there what i realized is even though i I spoke on some big stages and you know i accomplished some some huge awards and some other things in in the sales game what i realized is this whole different persona came out of me i mean i was when i got out of the marine corps and i got my my for me, success was working in the corporate office, the suit and tie. You know, you you had to you'll fit this white guy image of you know success. And uh, when I got that, I realized it sucked. But one of the greatest lessons I learned out of that was a vice president of the company walked up to me, and I was on the, my climb up the ladder, the corporate ladder. And he pulled me aside. and He says, "You got to do two things." He says, number one, you got to lose the twang. You can't say y'all. You can't, you know, bring all that out. And he said, the second thing is you got to do is you got to quit telling everybody you're a veteran. And he was not wrong. And and guys, this is this is just my story, so don't take it as a veteran bashing or anything like that. But what he was telling me was, all that stuff is a crutch you know is you've got to just be you but play the corporate game being in the military being a veteran does not help you in the corporate world whatsoever your skills just do not translate even to the day and that was 20 years ago you know this guy was telling me this and I'm not saying that veterans don't have skills I don't want to apply that but what I'm saying is don't use that as a th- leverage be you Use your skills and if you're getting out of the military, go get the, the job in front of you and climb the ladder like everybody else has. And you know, the 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 crazy thing is that guy told me that 20 years and I didn't realize how much that's held me back in my career. So what I heard at that time was you can't be yourself, right? You you can't you, you can't be, you know using your own terms, your own language. You can't talk about where you've been, right? You've got to play this corporate game of follow the leader and look a certain way, act a certain way. And so I did that my entire career. So when I got in the sales game, I was the over the top and I'm still this guy somewhat because it's me, but you got I was the over the top sales guy. I mean, if I walked into a room, you knew I was there, Hmm. right? Because I was going to be the loudest guy in the room. I was going to be, you know, uh A friend of mine at an event not too long ago, another marine buddy of mine. uh, You know, I I had spoken the day before at a keynote event, and somebody popped up on Facebook and they said, "Hey, I saw Donnie speak." You know, the other night this event was a great speech, and my marine buddy put a comment up there. He goes, "Hey, I saw Donnie speak last night. He wasn't the keynote speaker, but everybody knew he was there." And it was just one of those things. (laughs) I'm like, "All right, so I'm still the loud guy," you know, that wants all the center of attention, but. You know, as a sales guy, I always thought success was other people's opinions. You know, Mm. if I won the awards, if I, if I, you know, if other people were talking about how awesome a sales guy I was, you know, those type of things, then, then I was doing the right things. And that's why I think it took me so long to figure out that I wasn't doing me. I wasn't, I wasn't chasing what I wanted to do, but I mean, and even when I started this company. Um, and I jumped out of my own. I really had in my head I was gonna be like the next Tony Robbins, this motivational speaker, because I'm loud and this that, you know, and then I realized, holy shit, it's a lot of work to start a freaking speaker gig and you know, you gotta work phones. I mean, it's full on sales. Mm-hmm. So I started down that path and I realized it's gonna be big, so I opened a coaching practice and then I'm like, holy crap, that's also a lot of work, gonna take a long time. So it, it took until I found my podcast and that I finally discovered holy cow, you can just be yourself, go have conversations with people, get to know them, get interested in them, which is something you love to do. And oh my God, you turned it into a business. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, you know, for me, it's, is, is I tell a lot of people who listen to my show, it's like, you've got to go get punched in the face by life to start figuring out what the hell you want to do, and as, in the words of my old man, you got to fail to learn. I'm just tired of learning so damn much, you know. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, gonna, so even though you're focused on success in the show, uh, yeah, I, I I find for myself and most people I've talked to, we learn more from our failures than uh, our successes.
1: One hundred percent. And and you know, it's it's I I understand fear of failure because as we we, we grow up, myself included you know, failure meant outcast. You know, if you didn't win at the game, if you weren't good at this or whatever else, people looked at you funny and they looked at you different. And, and I get that because I lived a lot of my life trying to impress other people. You know, if, if I impressed somebody, then, then I was somebody and I, and I could, and, and I could be somebody. So, I had a real problem with idolizing people, um, you know, and, you know, I love selling for the big aggressive type salespeople that, you know, had accomplished all this stuff because, you know, my thought process was always is, well, I'm going to be a badass because that dude's a badass. Right. And, you know, I could, I would, you know look at their standards and like okay I can see where he's at I'm going to go get that and what i realize is is although i do see myself still this badass genre it's i'm 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 a badass for me not because i'm trying to live up to somebody else and what they've accomplished it's now i i'm figuring out me along the journey and you know I, this just popped in my head, but when uh, somebody asked me another podcast, I said, "What's the greatest lesson you've learned being an entrepreneur?" and the answer for me is humility mm-hmm. um, i I can't believe how much jumping out on this has has taught me that just because I'm a good sales guy, just because I'm loud, just because I can put myself out there doesn't mean I'm going to be successful um I did I've I flat out gotten punched in the face by running this business and figuring things out and screwing shit up because I've broken some good things so far and it's it's a hundred percent uh humbling to realize that you know just because I was good in sales does not translate to automatically good at being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And that still floors me to this day. I'm like, I can sell my way out of anything. We, yeah, no, that's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not true. You know, uh, it's it's been a wild ride, man.
0: Yeah, I, no doubt. I can tell, and and uh, I'm so glad that you've enjoyed it. And and it's funny as as an entrepreneur, who. Has always struggled with sales. Yeah, I would assume like oh, I can sell anything. Then his anything he does is it's you know the touch of gold. They're like you got it easy. You get all the natural skills, but that's amazing well, that that's not the
1: case. Yeah, I mean, well, to to, to fully put it out there, it's, it's really simple. I can go sell until I'm blue in the face, but if I can't deliver what the hell I'm selling, there's nothing there. I mean, uh, it's it's it's, right when you're the whole
0: thing. When you yeah, yeah, you can you can sell the vaporware, but you are the vaporware. Right, right, (laughs) right.
1: That's it. I mean, I'm like, oh, I can coach you. I can do this. I mean, I all day long until you look at your calendar and like, I'm when you know. I mean, (laughs) you still got to take care of your books, your accounting, your yeah.
0: It's just. So you've shared some ideas of, of what you thought success was and dif- discovering that it wasn't. Um, so, so now, looking back or where you are like, in this moment, like, how do you define success now?
1: Well, and I love this because here's what I tell everybody, especially when I'm on stage, is, is I can't define sex, success for you. I, I, think, I think everybody can only define success for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, um, my personal opinion, success is freedom. And I think most people become an entrepreneur. I think most people become an entrepreneur. I think most people start their own business or they go out on their own to do their own journey because in some aspect of their life, they're looking for that freedom. They're looking for that that ability to call their own time, to call their own shots. And, you know, I I, um, I really think that, uh, that's what people are aiming for. And I love telling people that uh, entrepreneur is the new MLM. Because, you know, they tell you in the MLM world, you can be a millionaire overnight, you can work all the hours you wanna work, you know, you can do whatever you want and, and freedom, blah, blah, blah. And everybody thinks the same thing as when you become an entrepreneur is you can work whenever you want, you can be a millionaire overnight, you can do all this stuff. Well, sure. As Long as you work the whatever you pick the ninety hours a week, you're gonna work and you know, you can be as successful as you want to. So, um, I, I you know, I, I I love the fact that I'm getting a speaking engagement in Ireland and I get to take my wife with me and I love the fact that that's a company write-off, you know, so th- there's freedom of that. I love the fact that we own our farm and we have the farm animals and we get to take care of all of them. There's freedom in that. Mm. You know, I love the fact that every night I get to go home and kiss my wife and I get to spend time with her and I'm not road warrior, which I've done in my career. And, you know, to me, that's success, that's freedom. So, so for me, you know, success isn't money. Money does help with freedom by all means. Uh, um, But, but the ability to do what I want, when I want, you know, however I want is a, a buddy of mine runs a $30 million company. And one of the greatest things I love, he hasn't been in that company in two years because he created in such a team and such a strong leadership team that they completely run it without him. Mm. Now he gets documentation, you know, he gets financials so he can always check in. And of course he does email correspondence, but, 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 you know, I like that idea of freedom of creating something that continues to grow and do good things without me being around. And, you know, not only is that freedom a sign of a great leader as well. A lot, you know, um, and my company's not there. You know, I'm still building that model um, uh, and, and figuring out how do I create this thing that I can fuel a passion of hearing, hearing people's stories and their journeys and things they're going through. But in the same token, I can figure out a way to do that. And live that freedom side of things. So as soon as those two completely combined, I think I have found some level of success. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah, um, one of the first business coaches I had had a line uh, along the lines of, you know, you've got to be willing to work harder than most people are willing to work, so that you can live a life better than most people will ever get a chance to live.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, entrepreneurship
0: uh, and freedom. It, yeah, everyone has that vision. But and it's there, but it's not the day. I'm an entrepreneur starting today. It's no instant freedom. You've got to
1: build yeah, it. Like yeah, what's funny about that is one of my early coaches said, uh, "You know, you got to work seven Mondays to get seven Saturdays." Mm. I'm like, "That's a great way of looking at it." You know, because my sales career, I'm like, "Dude, I just got to go out and sell something." You know, if I if I if I got to halfway through the month and I and I hit my quota, I could turn it off if I so choose. You know, the money was right, the money was good, so you know, we're good. You know. Wow. so
0: do, do most of the guests most of the people you talk to are their success um are there still people who are just saying success is an amount of money or is it mostly kind of intrinsic and in how they how they really feel about their lives and themselves or I, you
1: know, I, I think it's intrinsic. Um, you know, I get in a fun spot that um, I tell everybody that, that wants to be a guest on the show. I'm like, look, you've got to be willing to share the dark side of your life. And you've got to be willing to, to talk about the things most people won't talk about. And then we'll get to the point of you sharing where you're at now and how you got there. And I think it's a beautiful journey for people to hear. Uh, as people go through I mean one of my favorite stories on the show is a guy named Anthony wait and Anthony was completely homeless before he joined the Navy and you know uh, he's got a story in there of hitting boot camp and having a drill instructor you know believe in him which in my mind is mind mind boggling being a Marine. I'm like, Yeah, my drill instructors didn't believe shit in me. I mean they're like, Hey asshole, pull your head out of your head, you know. Um, you know, uh, but, but the drill instructor telling you got you know, you know, run a mile, do this thing was the first time he'd ever heard in his life somebody, you know, give an ounce of they believed in him. And so he bought all in and went all in and it changed his life and you know, he's got a story of taking, you know, his very rough childhood and you know did some time in haiti working with the haiti kids and after you know the horrible uh hurricane you know weather over there and dworked dude it's a touching story and you know he gets choked up in the episode and what you won't hear me is i'm really fighting getting choked up on the episode trying to ask the questions because you know dude it, it's a it's a i mean it's so impactful it's the number one downloaded show on, on, on my entire podcast because it's just it's it's just him sharing this and he's still in the navy and you know and he's running a very large successful business while being full-time in the Navy, he started this whole foundation. I mean, the guy's like Superman and, and it all becomes from he's, he's genuine. I mean, he's, he's, he's a beautiful person to give him back. And, you know, that's that, that's, I mean, that's the thing is, is when you're okay with being you and you can use your story to change other lives. I mean, to me, that's, that's just a beautiful thing. And I, and I think, um, my biggest frustration of looking at all the social media and everything else is the guys that are teaching this younger generation of you got to have the Bentleys and the big houses and the watches and all this stuff. And they're teaching these kids that come from you know, rough walks of life that that's what the success is. And it's so frustrating for me. Because what these kids don't know is a lot of those guys, you know, they rented an Airbnb for the weekend, you know, they rented the Bentley, you know, and and they're just putting the, the, this front out there that is just not real. And these kids are paying them money to get advice that's just not good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's extremely frustrating. But, you know, I digress. You know, people coming on the show, um, you know, it's really a lot of people that – I mean, they're not multimillionaires. They're—I mean, some of them have been, you know. But a lot of these people, like you know, a guy who's going to be on my show tomorrow, you know, he was five days in Iraq before he got a phone call from the Red Cross saying that they were bringing him home because his newborn baby was going to die, mm-hmm. and they weren't sure they were going to get him home quick enough. And he ended up getting home quick enough. There was some tragedy behind why the kid was dying and stuff, but uh, you know, he got home. The the baby lived. The kid's now ten years old, and you know he's been raising this child the whole time. Met the woman in his dreams. They had I have a six year old daughter together, and he started a company. Well, his company did two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know, and he's like on top of the world. That that's the level he's at, and I, dude, that's a beautiful thing, you know. And to me, that's that's kind of that American dream of you know you can really do what you want and go for it and and see what happens and 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 really chase your dreams hmm. as long as you bet on yourself
0: hmm. so is that kind of being genuine uh supporting others using your life your experiences all is that kind of what all adds up to to the, the inner badass
1: i think so i mean um i i i tell everybody that you gotta you really gotta unleash your inner badass. and where that comes from is once you become okay with you right once you become okay with your story once you're you're 100% embracing who you are then you can unleash and because then it doesn't matter at that point you're no longer give a damn about what anybody thinks about you you know, the, you, know you you no longer care what the world says you should be act you're just being you you know i'm I'm no longer the guy that worries about the twang that comes out every once in a while. Um, I'm no longer the kid that worried about if people found out I grew up on a farm that you know I wouldn't fit this typical you know stereotype you know I'm no longer the guy who's worried about telling people I'm a veteran because you know it's just my story. It's just part of my journey and and you know that's 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 it and if you really want to be able to go after life. You got to pull off the mask and, and let people see who you really are and unleash. And I, I love the whole phrase of unleashing your inner badass because everybody's got it. You just got to grab it and hold the hell on because when you let your hair down, I know it's funny with your haircut, but when you let the hair, your hair down and just freaking go for it, the world, the universe, whatever you believe in, just opens up and says about damn time. Let's go.
0: Yeah. I, I've like, I grown up, I, I thought life sucked. The world sucked. Everything blows. Just get me out of here. That was really what I thought of everything. But I've really come to realize like, no, like everything's on your side. Like yeah. life itself wants you to succeed. Like you don't, you don't have ideas that like, Oh, we're going to give Donnie this great idea for a podcast, then fuck it up. <laughs> right. No, it's like you – like it, it's inspired thoughts. Like these things want to happen. They want to be happening by you too. Like what your your dreams want to be made into reality. They really do.
1: 100%. You know, what's funny about that is is people are so worried about what other people think of them that they live their life like I did. Like, you know, all these guys that I kind of idolized a lot of my career. Dude, forget all that nonsense. And and one of my mentors told me a great thing. He's like, "Look, I don't care who you're sitting across from. There's two things going to happen. One, you're going to know something they don't. Two, they're going to know something you don't. Right? They're not better than you. They're not worse than you. They're just there. So what you need to do, meet them on the same level. And it's like my my oldest brother, who's also a marine, told me going into boot camp. He's got to remember." People put their pant legs on the same way you do, one leg at a damn time. Doesn't matter what they do, um, you know. And that's a huge learning experience for me. Is you know, is I don't care if you run into your favorite movie star. I don't care if you run into you know whatever celebrity it is. Dude, they still have to take the same crap you do they still have to you know go shopping for their clothes everything else they're still just a regular human being they may have just worked a little harder than you have in life you know so so unleash be you let the world see who the hell you are and watch what it's 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 really that simple yeah
0: yeah because the one thing that like People can debate your logic and your facts and whatever you're whatever you're trying to sell, but no one can debate like your experience, like yes. the life you've lived, and 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 all of that goes to make you unique in in some way. Um, Absolutely, you know the,
1: the the number one thing that I hear when there's somebody that I want on the show that hasn't reached out, and you know somebody has said, "Did you got to hear this person's story?" And I reach out and they're like, yeah, I've never been on a podcast. I've never done this. Nobody wants to hear my story. Bullshit. Truth is, everybody wants to hear your story. Because what the truth is, is most people just don't have the balls to get out there and share their story. Hmm. Um, and and I I promise you that if you just have the balls to share what you've been through, everybody has a story. I mean, look... I grew up on the bottom end of middle America. Mom worked in factories. Dad was a truck driver. I was never beat. I was never sexually abused. I was never, you know, I wore hand-me-down clothes for my brothers. You know, I got in some some legal trouble in high school, but nothing bad. I was into drugs. I did alcohol. You know, I have a normal fucking story. I mean, there's nothing that is just over-the-top people should listen to me. But I tell you what, every time I'm on a podcast, every time I'm in front of the room, people sit there, and I don't want to say captivated because that sounds con- conceited, but you know, people want to hear the story of an average guy. You know? Um, and, and really that's what it is. And and if you I'm telling you there's strength in sharing your story, um, and and that's what I love about, you know, my podcast and my show, is it comes back to it, it's it's all about everybody has a story. We're all on a journey. Um yeah you know just embrace it
0: cool so 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 you've done 72 so far yeah 72
1: went out this uh, episode 72 went out this morning
0: cool so uh, from those 72 interviews and hearing people talk about success and their journeys um, are, are there some top things that the same like assumptions people mistakenly make like is is it that the money matters or is it the <laughs> corporate office like what what shows up for people
1: uh, the number one thing that I think is funny is how much we all joke about failure, and and really that that's the answer is you know going to getting punched in the face by life. Um, there's a lot of times that I, that I have conversations that are not aired on the podcast, and it all comes down to, well, let me tell you how I screwed up this one, or you know, <laughs> let me tell you where where I messed up here. And to me, that's that's the most encouraging of it all because. Uh, For for, for me personally, being an entrepreneur has been really, really tough. Uh, Figuring it all out, you know, how to run a business, you know, um, and how to reduce the pizzazz and the wow that I always thought I had to be to be successful Um, and really letting my my hair down to to be me. But um, it's really fun that, I mean, last week, I went and visited in a group that I ran for a number of years, a networking group. And I walked in and I, I know when I walked in the room that I was immediately trying to put on that, that Mr. I'm okay. Everything's perfect persona. And I'm like, dude, you're not that guy. And I I started relaxing and, I, and, and I'll, one of the guys in the group walked up to me. And he goes, you know what? let's have a conversation and we really had this cool CEO type CEO to conversation. And I say, CEO, I'm a one man machine, you know, one person, damn it. I'm a CEO. All right. (laughs) You know, but, but, and we just had this cool business conversation and what's funny is this guy Is one hell of a sales guy I mean he's a phenomenal sales guy he runs his own company but a phenomenal sales guy that I would love to compete against because he's really that good but to sit down and just have this cool CEO like conversation about our businesses what we're doing you know I realized how far I'd come in life and I think a lot of that comes from uh, the conversations I've had with guests and hearing what they've been through um and how they've turned adversity into their you know their own personal strengths and I, to me that's just it's 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 wild um i mean a little i, I tell people all the time if you would have looked at me six months ago and said you know you're gonna have a top podcast in the world, I'll be like, what's a podcast? You know, (laughs) um, uh, it's, it's just fun. Um, uh, I I can't even explain how impacted I've been by the stories people have been uh, so wonderfully shared with me to a mom our lady who was married for 13 years, had four kids to realize she was married to the wrong sex. And you now is now married to a beautiful woman and, and, you know, still has her four girls and live in that life and live in that journey to people who have shared that, you know, for the first time that they try to commit suicide to, um, you know, uh, people talking about their, they're almost losing their kids, the tragic experiences. I, I, I I sometimes look at my wife and go, I can't believe that I get the opportunity to not only hear these people's stories, but to share those stories with the world um, is is just a fun place to be. So, it, for me, it, the, if I could say the biggest takeaway that I'll go to with anything is back to humility. Is you know, there's times in my life that I thought I I was just that guy. And dude, let me tell you, I'm so not that guy. <laughs> uh, I, I I I'm just me, man. Uh, there's, there's people that have overcome so much more than I ever did. There's people that have have uh, triumphed over when life said they shouldn't triumph. And and man. Uh, I'm inspired every day by the people I get to talk to. It's it's it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. And you know, one thing that that I really I, I love and appreciate about your show and, and you in general, like um, you're you're probably you know, it's officially a, a business podcast. And when you I talk like I'm telling my story about like being suicidal, and wanting to die, and this is a business thing. How how the hell does this work? But, uh, but yeah, you t- like, and again, you when someone's m- makes it and they get the attention that's all you see yeah right? it's like the overnight the the band that's the overnight success you forgot that they were working hard in bars for 10 yeah. years um, right 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 and, and you highlight the working in the bars part
1: yes 100 percent. yeah uh, i love it to tell i mean uh so i got a good friend cody Jinks, and uh he's in the country music scene and you know he's done really well he's a, he's like one of the few country artists that did not go with the big labels so he private labeled himself and he hit number four on the country music chart which is like unheard of okay, okay. so he's done really really well but people have you know have been talking about cody's this overnight success he did this on his own dude cody and i were freaking bartenders together at the white elephant saloon in Fort Worth, texas you know i started off as a bar back and bouncer for this place you know he was a bartender i remember Remember the night the musician didn't show up and the the manager of the place said hey cody uh can you fill in with your guitar and so he's up there strumming a few songs but he wouldn't do totally the stage so another bartender down the street said you know what i'll give you your own night if you want to come you know and that was his first thing that dude has been grinding it out in bars for the last 20 years you know dive whole places and finally had one song uh You're not the devil i you think I am, and it blew up, and you know, um, but it's just funny that people forget the the day to day shit that you've got to go through to find you know what society recognizes as success that you've hit some sort of fame or whatever else Dude, There's a lot of damn work that goes into it, and you know uh I love reminding people that you know you've got to go through it to become it i mean. Um, and I've learned that more as an entrepreneur, uh, that that's really more than a saying is you've really got to go screw it up. I mean, I can't tell you the things that I thought were going to be factual, you know, that aren't, hence you're a damn good sales guy. You're going to be a successful business owner. You know, those type of things that have proved absolute false have been, just a wild ride for me um, through this whole thing.
0: Cool. So, so it sounds, I was going to ask, like, what's the main thing that's in most people's ways, but it, you know, it's them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, um, people often walk through life telling them things that aren't true, and those things become stories that they start believing. Uh, I'm the worst case scenario of that myself. You know, I'm like the days that I that I go through the day. I'm like, dude, this day sucks. I'm not doing anything. Business is not closing. Well, guess what happens on those days? That day sucks. Business is not closing. You know, um, we 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 start talking to ourselves, and those and those things we start communicating become stories that we start believing. And I'm not on the bandwagon that you can, you know, think happy thoughts and blah, 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 and be successful. But I can guarantee you, I'd rather you think happy thoughts than negative thoughts. You know, I'd rather you start saying, all right, so this is not necessarily what you want to be right now. Where can you be? What can you think about? How can you grow your business? How can you move it forward? How can you do things to, to better yourself um, in this moment versus thinking about, Shit, where's my next client coming from? How am I going to close the next deal? What's my next business thing? You know, how do I collect those checks from those people? You know, how, you know, I would rather you think in a, a, in a positive, realistic light, not the I love myself, I love myself, I love myself shit. I'm talking about just changing it slightly to say it's not really that bad. Yeah. Look what you've done. Look what you've accomplished. Look what, you, what you've come through. Now, let's just keep doing more of that.
0: Right. It's not taking failures personally. It's not, yeah. especially in sales. If you, if you took every no personally as like an affront to your humanity, yeah. it, it wouldn't be lasting very long. I no,
1: no. I, life would be over. I think yeah. at that point, um, you know, but I mean, that, that's it. it is, 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 is go. And I, and I know I've probably used 500 cliches as I've talked today, but you know, Go with the flow. One of the greatest phrases from any movie I think ever comes from Rocky Balboa um, in the movie Rockies. And he says, it's not about how hard you can get hit. It's about taking a hit and keep moving forward. And I think that that explains life is I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how you're trying. I don't care what you do. Life is going to punch you in the face. And I get it. You can take a punch, but don't sit back and tell everybody how well you took that fucking punch. Mm Take that punch and move forward and keep pushing at it. Keep going for it. And then, and then you don't have to worry about telling people about that punch. You just keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. And what I think people get hung up on is they get that punch and then they start thinking about that punch and, oh, that sucked and uh, I'm, I'm no good and, and whatever. And then they start dwelling on it and that's when the story happens. And dude, once you get to storytelling mode – it's really hard to pull yourself out of that story. You know, you've got to become, you know, the hero in there and and keep moving forward. And if you've never looked on YouTube and looked up The Hero's Journey, I highly recommend it. I mean, that that story was a game changer for me, mainly because I can geek out on things like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and stuff. But uh, uh, The Hero's Journey is a phenomenal thing to check out,
0: Yeah. Yeah, lots of guests talk about yeah, and because we we're inner badass. We we are all the heroes of our life. And if we can't yeah. claim that, then uh, yeah, that's a you get a bad book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get a bad book. That is absolutely right. Absolutely right. <laughs>
0: and one of the things that I you know tell people that the good news about you being the biggest obstacle in your own way to success and to your dreams is that the only thing you can change is you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, if you want to blame other people, you you can't do shit about them. That's <laughs> not gonna help. Well,
1: and you know, this popped in my head as well that that I want to make sure it gets out there is surrounding yourself with other badasses and and people that are actually giving a shit and going for it is huge because I have a couple of guys that are in my life that. Uh, I can guarantee you my business wouldn't have found any sort of success without it because being an entrepreneur is a tough game. It's a lonely game, you know, and uh, most guys, myself 100% saying this, is you don't want to let people know that that you're not doing well. You don't want to let people know that at the moment you suck. You don't want to let people know that, that shit's just not working. So I've had a couple of buddies of mine that I've been able to call up and go, fuck. You know, I, at this moment with my company, I don't know what the right move is here. And they're like, well, what's worked, you know, and they haven't offered advice. All they've done is ask me great questions to allow me to go, well, shit, I'm not as bad as I thought I was, you know, and things are working and things. So it's really important to make sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with and the people you're getting advice from are people that have been through it themselves. You know, most people go get advice from people that are in the same situation they're in. So they're getting the same shitty advice that they're giving themselves and it's not a good thing. So go find other people who are kicking ass and rise with them. Get advice from them because it's a whole lot more power in somebody saying, dude, you got this versus people going, yeah, this shit sucks.
0: Yeah. Misery loves company. Yeah, absolutely. But, But success does too. 100%. Find it. Right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So so what's the best way for people to uh track down the podcast?
1: Uh the podcast is called Donnie Success Champions. It's everywhere. It's on iTunes. Uh, I'm going to completely brag. I hit number 60 on the Top business episodes on iTunes today. That was a lot of fun. I didn't even know to my editor called me. Um, but uh, so Donnie Success Champions, I mean, whatever you listen to, CastBox, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, it's all out there. Um, the the website for it is thesuccesschamp.com. Uh, and then my personal website where all my coaching and speaking stuff is is um, You know, uh, Send me an email at donnie at donniebovine.com. You know, if you want to be a guest on the show, fine, reach out. Um, if you just want advice, reach out. Um, you know, if you just, you know, uh, want to bend this, my ear, reach out. I will respond to every email that you
0: send. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite type of speaking gig?
1: You know, um, what's funny is, is I hate that somebody like Gary v is is really made this famous because I thought it was just my thing. But I love the Q&A, you know. Um, is I love standing in front of a room and going, "Okay, I spent twenty years in the sales game, had some success, sold hundreds of millions of dollars over the time. you know, I run a successful podcast i I built million dollar businesses over networking. How can I help you And I usually ask the rooms I'm like, okay, what's the number one thing holding you back in life? What's the number one thing you know uh, holding you back in sales or business?" And then I'll go from there and look at the room and say, "Okay, who's got one?" And then I'll go 100% Q and A style, and it's black. I've done this for rooms of a couple hundred. I've done this for intimate rooms, and it's amazing when you can let the crowd build, you know, the entire speech for you. That you can just give some just cool advice and get some cool conversations. the The funny thing that I learned the hard way, though, is your big conferences and your big, you know. The stages that all these big names are on, they don't want that vibe. They want somebody to come in with this canned keynote presentation. I'm like, look, I'm not going to spit a bunch of shit at people that that don't want to hear a canned speech. Let's go give them real things. Let's go have real conversation. Let's give them tangible advice. So For right. me, it is, it is, it, let's find a room where we can have a dialogue, not some diatribe from some guy up on stage that maybe have been it has been. And it's still trying to teach you something,
0: right? So more than not, not just a rah rah, but hey, here are five things I can do when I get home. This is great, right. absolutely, right, yeah. right, yeah, hundred percent, that. Awesome. So we, you know, we talked about you know, living your dreams and pursuing the things and being genuine. So, I, so, I, the last thing I want to ask you is like, so, so, what's what's the ideal future look like for you?
1: Um, I really think, uh, and I'm on my way. I think I'm going to have one of the top podcasts in the world, um, and 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 it's not. Because the money thing is, I think I just love hearing people's stories so much, and uh, I'm I'm constantly amazed how that impacts other lives. Um, I, I really think that I will have companies underneath that, and I've already started one, which is this content development company. But companies underneath that that will help turn that into a business, so I can just share more more stories. I would love to take some of the people on my show that have really, really uh, gotten just completely raw at their story. And I'd love to take them across the world and put them in front of people and say, guys, you know, I'm just a dude up here, average guy that's had some sales success. Let me introduce you to some of my buddies that have just been through the shit. And I'd love to create that atmosphere and that vibe with it. You know, a couple of things we got coming up. We're fixing to start a podcast school that's going to be completely free because podcasting changed my career so much and my company so much. Uh, I'm going to start teaching people how to get into podcasting. So that's fixing to launch, um, you know, and go. But uh, really, I just want to create as many tools and as many things for people that they get an opportunity to find strength in their own stories. You know, and and get to share. And if I can be the guy who's crazy enough to go big and loud enough to create all that world, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play.
0: You know, awesome, awesome. So wh- wherever you're listening to this, we'll be sure to have links to Donnie's sites and podcasts, and uh, definitely give some a listen if you haven't yet. Um, you know, you're definitely a, a loud mouth badass, yeah. um, but you also, it all comes with such a big heart. And, and, and that's what really uh, attracted me to you and made me want to have you here. And, uh, and that's why you're connecting with all these people and all, you're making this space where people are glad to open their hearts up to you and into the world so yeah
1: dude thank you for having me on here man i i i love the name of the show um because it's the truth i i love your story and i'm I'm completely honored that i got to share it on my show dude seriously keep doing what you're doing you are grabbing lives in some of the toughest spots in the world keep sharing that story because what i would tell you is i would tell anybody else want to share the story you never know who, who when telling your story is going to touch somebody else's life, man, keep being a beautiful person. You are, man. I really
0: appreciate what you do. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thank you very much for that. And uh, thank you everyone else for listening. Thank you, Donnie, for joining us. And uh, we'll be back with a fresh show in a week until then, wherever you're finding this, please give it a share, review, a like, and uh, let us hear from you. Visit RealMenField.org, Check us out on Facebook, send us feedback, and we'll talk to you again soon. Be well. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel. Visit GoodMenProject.com for more of the conversations no one else is having. or prevent any disease.